0: Hey there, you're listening to the Path to Transformation. I'm your host, Tammy. I'm a certified life transitions coach and sound healer. The journey to a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life doesn't have to be complicated or overwhelming. On this show, I will bring on experts in the field so we can learn practical ways to care for our mind, body, and spirit. You'll also hear solo episodes on grief and other hardships we might face because I don't pretend like life's all sunshine and rainbows. Here, we're fun, real, and a little woo-woo. So Are you ready? Let's hop in. Hello, welcome to an episode of The Path to Transformation. My name's Tammy, and as you've already heard, I am your host, and I began this podcast a year and a half ago. I'm almost at 100 episodes. I'm so excited. And I just wanted to come on today and talk a little bit about the things that I've learned This year since my birthday is coming up this weekend. I've wanted to do 28 things in honor of having been 28. However, I there's no way that I would have came up with that. So I have like an overarching thing that I learned. And then we have some other little things that I was reminded of this year. So I think either way, you'll find this relevant in some way, shape, or form before we hop in. I have in-person soundbaths about, you know, every month. And then I also will have some virtual dates. So if you are interested in that, be sure to check in on the link tree. I also wanted to let you know about To Be Magnetic. And I have been a member of To Be Magnetic for about a year, two years. And it is a neural manifestation program, they call it. And they have different workshops. And if you grab the pathway membership, you have access to all the workshops. So it really helps with unblocking and getting to the subconscious mind to reprogram that. And in order to manifest and make changes in your life. So they have an inner child one. They have shadow work. They have money blocks, love blocks. They have all these different things that so many of us struggle with. I think you will love this if you are feeling like you want maybe some extra support in addition to having gone to therapy and maybe working with a coach. Or if, you know those options aren't feeling right right now and you would like to do some work on your own, then I highly suggest to be magnetic. I use it in addition to therapy and coaching. So it is, you know, incredible. So the code is in the link below, in the bio below, not link, (laughs) but you can follow the link and get yourself there. So here we go. The things that I've learned this year. Not 28, but more like 12. We'll see if some bonus come up. So first and foremost, this year, I really learned that I am not a failure, that I am not a idiot, some of these things that I would beat myself up about for not being able to get some little things done. And it turns out that I have ADHD. Well, I haven't been officially, officially, officially diagnosed, but I am talking to my therapist about it who specializes in that. It is definitely eye-opening because literally all these huge things that I've struggled with or themes, maybe we can say, are linked to ADHD. Like having been restrictive with eating and then over-exercising and fixating on this one type of thing, which is like hyper-fixating and being like in a daydreamy state, like all the time and being overwhelmed by like little tasks or just doing one little task and then feeling like, oh, God, I'm, I, you know, that was so much energy. And just, you know, literally it, it was in, it's been in every area of my life. And I feel like just knowing that, oh shoot, like my brain's just wired a, lif- a little differently, like I'm not there's nothing wrong I just have to learn how to adapt to the way that you know my brain works so that's been really eye-opening for me this year and really helpful to learn and accept and I kind of um you know credit my sibling for (laughs) taking the leap and them realizing like that they are neurodivergent and kind of um domino affecting it for me so something I've been working on and still learning is you know how to work with my ADHD so this goes along a little bit with with the theme of uh of ADHD and I think the biggest area that it that I've been uh still tested in and working on is the area of like romantic relationships and I feel like this year, I'm so proud of myself for just really leveling up and being like, all right, like, yeah, no more... You've still been, like, dealing with bare minimum shit. No more of that. No more of that, right? And just really being aware of people's actions and are they aligning with their words? Just really being aware of that has been super helpful for me. And, you know, when somebody is in my life right and if they have I mean I literally have been like super in my single era this year <laughs> but when somebody you know was trying to I don't know make plans with me you know I realize I'm like okay if he cared um we would some different things would be aligning right like actions would be aligning with words and just really setting up that idea of All right, like this is exactly what I am looking for and what I want. And if something is not meeting up with that, then goodbye, peace, and that is okay. So that's been number three we are on now. I guess I'll number them. Number three teach yourself about money. I know I have a diverse listenership, so it's not just women, but I think. In women, I want to emphasize, if you are identifying as a female, like literally so important to know about money and like how to deal with it, handle it, etc. I think some people maybe in society are still relying on like, oh, I'm going to marry a, like a man and the man will take care of the money and make m- the money and stuff, which is fine, like if that's what you believe. However, I've seen in my life different Relatives or whatever, split up from their husbands. And then they're like, fuck, what do I do about my money situation? And, you know, I've seen not people that I know, but people, women that were just moms, which is a, a complete, you know, full-time job, but they were moms. And then now they had to go into the workforce because they got a divorce. So I'm not saying, you know, everybody's bound for divorce, but just learn Learning how to be better with money, how to invest, not being afraid to ask questions, opening different accounts has been super helpful. If you haven't worked on money mindset, that is definitely something I love to work on with clients and just talk about with friends in general, people in general. But I really do love Ramit Sethi's book, I'll Teach You How to Be Rich, or something along those lines. "Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, also love that one. There's a bunch, but those are the two faves that I've dealt with. Oh, um, Creating Money by Sanaya something is also a fave. And Happy Pocketful of Money, that's been interesting as well. I have to reread those last two that I just mentioned, but they were definitely good. And for number four, I've noticed this year that, you know, sometimes we have these ideas of relationships in our life, whether they be friendships partnerships, whatever have you. And being reminded that these relationships will evolve. Nothing is at a constant state ever. And, you know, we might think like these few people are going to be like ride or die forever. I don't mean to be negative about it, but that might change. That might evolve. And I think it's important to allow ourselves that evolution and like allow for the change to happen even though we might not want it but like maybe don't fight it as much just allow that's something I've learned and yeah I think maybe even between seasons it'll ebb and flow maybe that friend is at a really busy season and you're not so like even though you want to connect maybe they just can't right now you know just because relationships are evolving it doesn't mean that It's not going to work out. It just means that maybe we have to go forward with learning about it and communicating with this person or thing, whatever, a little bit, you know, differently. Number five is communication is healthy. And it's not something, it doesn't mean something wrong. Now, this is a limiting belief or whatever belief that I've had from childhood. Okay. And it was basically like, when, you know, I'd talk, try to talk to my, my mom or whatever, like, it would end up me being the bad guy a lot of times and me feeling, like, guilty. And I learned that, you know, it is, I, I when I did some of the T B M stuff, actually, I dug deeper and I was like, shit, like, I'm afraid. I feel like communicating with people means that there's a problem with me or and like, you know, vice versa. And, you know, they don't love me and they don't care about me. When in reality, if there is a friend that's like, hey, can we talk? You know, as long as it's in a healthy manner, the, the communication, they care, right? They want, they care about you, whether they don't want to be friends anymore or whether they want to stay friends, it just means that they care. So communication is healthy. Communication means that they care. That is something that has been... Repeating, you know, in my mind. Number six is, I will handle it. This phrase, I'll handle it, came to me, thank God, from another book. Here's another wreck for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Feel the fear and do it anyway. This book was seriously so eye opening. I think it's a very good pair with reading Mindset by Carol Dweck. But basically, the biggest takeaway was, oh my gosh. I'll handle it. No matter what comes my way, I'll be able to handle it because we are so afraid of failing or, oh my God, the world is ending. Everything, everything sucks. And if I do this, it's a mistake and I'll I'll never be able to get back up. But in reality, it's like reminding ourselves, I'll be able to handle whatever comes my way. I'll figure it out. I'll handle it. I'll figure it out. So as I approach or think about taking some big leaps in my life, I'm reminded of I'll be able to handle it. So that's been really helpful. Number seven is just how important it is to release the how and the when of what we are looking for. Because even though sometimes I think I'm detached from whatever manifestation thing I'm calling in, I'm still thinking like, oh, it's only going to happen this way. It's only going to happen this way." right? And, you know, I've been, as I said earlier, working on money mindset. And one of the things is like, oh, money flows to me like with ease, money comes to me in in unexpected good ways. And I'm thinking, you know, I'll get somebody a business is approaching me and they want to have me and you know, I'll do private whatever party, it's like something like that. I'm, I'm thinking, oh, it's work related, right? And then I got a check in the mail from something like a rebate or something. And that just showed me, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I'm so attached to money coming from this certain way. But really, you know, we have just have to release the how of how it's going to happen. So have what the overarching theme, what we want, but don't be so rigid about it's going to happen this way. This person's going to be involved. Have out what it is that you'd like and be in the energy and the gratitude of what it's going to feel like having that so don't think of when because these timelines do not they do not exist they do not serve us at all having these timelines and i'm guilty of them so i'm not judging anybody but just seriously try not to try not to have it number eight is go places alone continue to do that you'll meet cool people and I've been, I mean, I think last year I really hopped into doing things alone. And I guess 2021 as well. But 2022, you know, really going to events and going to networking things and just really trying to connect with like-minded people, right? And I went to a trip in August and then I went to this event where I, like, you know, knew nobody. I went to a... Um, gala darling event and when I was in LA and I met some really cool people and I was like Jesus Christ like I was kind of I was a little bit nervous not really but I was just like let's see because it seemed like a lot of people were coming with friends and stuff and you know I showed up alone and I was standing in line and two girls in front of me started talking to me and then I kind of turned behind me because I saw the girl behind me was there solo And we started chatting and then we had a lot in common and I met her cousin who ended up coming and the cousin's friend. And I'm like, this is so great. This is why you have to go. It's good to go places solo because you will meet cool people. And I think a key contributing factor that I remember that I have to be reminded of and you know, anybody is like, attracts like. And as much as we don't want to maybe think that, I feel like it really is true. Like if we if I'm putting out good energy and happy vibes or whatever, I'm more likely to connect and see other people that are in that same space as me. So that's why I feel like when I, you know, was going when I have been to California this year, I just like having random people come up to me and start talking to me and just like, heck yeah, like this is great. Just meeting and talking to new people. And I think if you are, whether you are moving or you're, again, going to an event alone, just keep in mind, you know, I attract aligned people or something if you want to have an affirmation with that or just remember, I will, I'll be okay, you know, I'll figure it out and I'll meet good people, the right people will be there. And, you know, even if you come away with that in that event with just a lesson, that's fine. But I honestly can guarantee you most likely that you will meet one cool person when you start going to these events solo. Number nine, loving versus hating our own company. I think this really came to me when I was up the mountains in July and I was like holy shit like I'm not alone right now I'm in solitude because I think there was this huge theme I guess in I don't know I guess in my life or just in society is oh when we're alone we have to feel FOMO I know that's an old word but you know oh we get FOMO and I'm missing out on so much and we might feel sorry for ourselves we might hate it but I think there comes a point when you know we do evolve start treating ourselves better etc is that we start loving our own company and sometimes people aren't there and I guess yes it will ebb and flow like sometimes we'll be like god damn I wish I had plans or whatever but loving versus hating my own company has been really important and I'm sorry if you hear some lawnmowers. Yeah, because I was having a conversation with my friend too. And she was just talking about how somebody that she knows when she, she said like when I'm alone, I think I'm like alone with my thoughts and I don't like that. And I'm not saying that's a wrong, a bad thing because yes, that happens. It happens to all of us. We've all been there. But I just know that, you know, it doesn't have to be that way if you don't want that. You know, if you want to be able to enjoy my time, then then I think we can get there. All right, number 10 is you don't have to do what others are doing. And for me, this relates to in business because I think when we are doing these new things that we maybe have no experience in or haven't seen this in our life from our family and stuff, then we kind of go in being blind. I don't know what to expect. So for me, this literally is starting a business, right? I did not have any family members in business. I didn't have any friends who had family members in business. I didn't really see any women like working in jobs that they loved. So it was new for me, obviously. And I I was a communications major. And then my master's is in education. So I didn't have business experience. You know, I have talking to people and all that stuff, but nothing when it comes like LLCs and all this stuff. So when it comes to that, I think we, like, we might look to others and at least, you know, I, I did. Oh, like, let me learn from this person. Let me read this book, X, Y, and Z. Oh, let me listen to this podcast. And, you know, this is what this person recommends. Let me implement it. But I think my key that I'm learning is that I need it to be fun and I need it to be feel aligned. In other words, I need to make sure that I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, that I'm enjoying it, that I have, you know, not every day I'm going to be like 100%, but I want to make sure that I'm enjoying what I'm doing and having fun, right? And I want to make sure that whatever step it is, that it feels aligned, it feels right. And I think there was a few things this year that I was like, "Oh, I should do this. I need to start this. I need to create this. What am I waiting for? Let me do this." Because, you know, XYZ person said to do this. When in reality, I didn't have to. And I could have just focused on one, two, three things. Put my energy towards that and have finished a long time ago with that task or whatever. But again, self-compassion. Like, I'm not upset with myself beating myself up. And I'm sure my ADHD has some stuff to do with it. Because I'm like, oh, it's exciting. A new thing to do. But you don't have to do what others are doing with whatever, you know. And that wasn't like in a, in a comparison type of way. It was just, oh, well, I'm not unfamiliar with this field. So if this person says that it's right, then let me let me try it. <laughs> so that's kind of the angle that I came from. All right. Number 11 is going to be that it is safe to be authentic. Again, working on TBM, I had a lot of past hurt, trauma, like whatever you want to call it anxieties from being in fourth grade. I don't know, there was a lot of bullying, I guess, in my classroom. I wasn't being bullied. However, there was a lot of mean girls and I wanted to make sure that I did what I could to be safe when it comes down to it, to be safe, to not be picked on. Not necessarily fit in, but just not be one of their targets, you know? And I think that continuing growing up, There's a lot of things that I wanted to wear, that I wanted to do, but I stopped myself from doing it because subconsciously that fourth grade shit, oh, I don't want to because I need to blend in. I need to stay safe, right? Let me tell you, unveiling that has been so helpful. And I think that's one of my, my, one of my 2023 goals was like more, being more authentic and I think I've showed that in different ways, whether it be like trying new, I don't know, makeup, wearing things that are maybe what I would have been like, oh, I'm maybe like this is too weird or or I'm maybe too, uh, it's too choogy or whatever. They say like, I'm a millennial. I shouldn't be wearing this shit. Like, no, we do what feels right. We do what we want to do to feel more authentic and be our authentic selves. So that's been really helpful to remind myself like it's safe to be authentic and I can be you know free and express myself in different ways and if somebody has a problem with it that's that's their problem right because we aren't in control of what other people think it's out of our control so that was 11 and then all right so 12 is my biggest lesson this year patience patience has been my biggest lesson this is like number one one or like asterisk number 12. <laughs> because, you know, I'm into all this personal development, wellness things. So I set goals for myself. Like I'm saying, like business was new to me. So I wanted to set goals. And I hear all about, you know, the manifestation and stuff. And there were moments when I was upset myself. Again, ADHD tied in. Where I'm like, why haven't I reached that goal? Or whatever. And I realized, I'm like, holy shit. A year? really isn't that long. A year goes by really fast. And I remember this quote from somebody is that we overestimate what we can do in a year, but underestimate what we can do in, you know, five or 10 years. And I think that was just so applicable for me because I'm like, all right, this year was just all about like taking steps and following through with different things. And it's going to, you know, help growth later on. So I think Patience was just a huge, it's a huge lesson for me. You know, even though there's parts of my, you know, personal life or business life where I'm like, oh my gosh, like why hasn't this kind of come to fruition yet? It's reminding me, Tam, like you just gotta gotta keep pushing through and be patient. I think the biggest test for me, honestly, is... Well, since we are vulnerable, vulnerable with one another on this this podcast, is when it comes to dating. Because I'm like, tried to to have in mind, you know, exactly what I'm looking for, and then you know, go on the apps. Just as things aren't aligning, and I think it's you know, we have our idea. And our timeline, the other person that, if we believe in soulmates, whatever, you know, your your person is has a timeline, but then also we're working with the universe's timeline or God, whoever you're believing in. So these all have to come together at the right timing. Just because you are ready doesn't mean they're ready, etc. And this goes with you know, anything, a job, etc. So to go along with that, to stem off of that, is that whether it is your fitness journey, you finding a new job, you finding a person, you reaching a goal with, you know, a project or something that you're putting on, right? Sometimes things are slow because we have to gain the skills and strength in order to receive that. Because if we get these things, these results overnight, sometimes you, me, as a person, we can't handle that progress. We can't handle the pressure, the workload, the people's eyes on us, whatever it is. So that's been something that has come into my brain, my brain space. It's just reminding like, all right, progress is progress and growth is growth and it doesn't matter how long you know, we're doing this for, but just because it is is slow doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. You're not doing enough. Just means that maybe we need to gain some skills and some knowledge and some insight before we can have that large overcompassing goal or whatnot. So I'm sorry if I counted wrong, but those are my things, themes that I've learned this year. If there's something that you've learned this year that you'd like to share with me, let me know, DM me at tammyU underscore wellness. I would be interested to hear because I love to, you know, I love reflecting. I love reevaluating. I love all that stuff. I love because I think growth is like so, so beautiful. And I don't know. I just, I don't want to live in a life where I'm just staying the same all the time. That's the episode today. I hope that you found, you had a takeaway and maybe you are on this, you know, journey with me you relate to some of these that would that I'm sure you maybe you do but you know we're not in this alone we are in this together and that is why you're on this path to transformation with me so thanks so much for listening and as always I love you and I'll talk to you soon Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, review, or share this episode with a friend. You can stay connected with me on all the socials at U underscore wellness, and I hope to catch you on the next one.